Get ready to talk sports with Daryl. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver. Daryl knows the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now here's Daryl. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, it's a whole lot going on in the world of sports, a lot going on in the NFL, a whole lot going on in college football. We just lost one of the top ranked teams, guys. They're no longer in the they're no longer in the race for the championship. We can say that. It's a whole lot going on. But let's talk a little bit about, you know, I was thinking of some of the things that I've heard in 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 my sports life. And um I never forget when um, I was talking to um a coach at Bethune Cookman College, which is not very far from here from where I live at. And Bethune Cookman is in Daytona. And this guy, this had to be around 19, wow, around 1999, 1999, 2000. And this guy, Coach Alvin Wyatt, he had this thing called the Wyatt Bone. And it was, um, it was a, it's sort of like what we have now in the NFL, pretty much. It's like a veer offense where a running back, where we have this, what would they call a, um, a pass run option, right? And they said that they literally carried five quarterbacks on their roster. And they were a, they were prepared to play five quarterbacks on their roster because this offense was designed to run the quarterback a lot. Well, we can see the version a version of that now is in the NFL. Well, the NFL is really kind of gotten a little bit hip to this, especially on defense, where they're smacking these quarterbacks around so hard. And I mean, some of these guys are taking some vicious licks. I don't think we lost a quarterback this weekend, but we see now the quarterback position is changing. And now we see players like, um, like well, <laughs> there's no doubt, we see players like Lamar Jackson, even though he was a Heisman Trophy winner, he still um, we see him now as a starting valuable quarterback in the NFL because he's very elusive and he comes from that offense that these quarterbacks, these coaches in the NFL want to run. Now you look at Bill Belichick, he's not really running that crap. He's protecting his quarterback most of the time with two running backs in the backfield. But a lot of teams now have gone to this, to this veer offense and play quarterbacks like um, Deshaun Watson. Very elusive, very elusive, and and he can and he can see the field, and it's just you know these are the kind of quarterbacks I think we're going to find more and more of in the NFL. Um, but at the same time, we're going to find that teams are going to start reverting back. I think to a two-back offense, controlling the ball a lot more. Uh, we look at uh, Mahomes over the weekend; he lost. But but he lost because he couldn't get his hands on the ball, you know. And it, it, that, but that's that's just how it is. And what we what we're finding is things are going to have to change because sooner or later they're going to have to call Colin Kaepernick and ask him if he wants to play. Is way these quarterbacks are going down. But NFL, if you in, if you want to if you want to play like college, then you can play like college. But if you want to 
keep your quarterbacks healthy, then you might want to think about putting two backs in the backfield. Hey, Josh, we got Red on the line still? Yes, sir. What's up? Red, what's happening, man? I'm loving life, having a great time, man. You know, um, you know, um, you know, Cam Newton, man, this cat, man, he came out a couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago and said on, uh, I think it was YouTube or podcast or something, that he didn't know when he was coming back. And I'll be done. I'll be done. If they, I don't think they won. I don't think they lost a game since since he said that. You know, I, no, they haven't. Cam had to watch himself because you know he he's one of those guys. Um, almost, yeah, almost a little bit, job getting taken. Yeah, almost a little bit like a Baker Mayfield. You know, they want to they want to make football the life of their life, but. They want to make money doing anything they can to make money, you know. And and I really hey, think those things it. take away from the football. I really think it takes away from the football. You don't see some of these cats making so many commercials, but some of these cats, all they do it. Give me, you know, give me, give me, no, I need to up with, give me your assessment. Give me your assessment of Mayfield. I mean, so far. I don't want to put no words in your mouth. I want to leave okay. you one way or another. I mean, I just want your assessment. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you my assessment of it. I think the NFL has already caught up to him. He's a he's a he's a smallest statue quarterback, and I don't think he has the kind of feet that a person like Kyler Murray has. That's probably going to take Kyler Murray a little bit further than Baker Mayfield. And I, I, I and I really I think the same thing I just said. I think he spent a little bit too much time focusing on other things when he should have been focusing on football. And I think that's hurt him. Now, maybe he might catch up to the game, but right now the game is caught up to him, and he, he's not in a good position as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. And your assessment now, of he, he, he is Tim Tebow without Jesus. <laughs> I, think, I think Bacon throws a better pass to Tim. He is Tim, Tebow. he is Tim Tebow without Jesus. I think Baker throws a better pass than Tim, but he can't see over things, man. And I think that that hurts him a lot. And and I, you know what? Okay. I think it hurts Baker Mayfield too. I don't think he's a, mouth, a, a, a likable guy in the NFL. I, I think there's some guys in the yeah, NFL want to want to hammer. You don't have to be likable, but you better be a goddamn. Excuse me. You better be a winner. You better be a winner, bro. You better win games if that's gonna be your attitude. There's something guys that's just not likable. You know what I mean? You better win, though. You better win. Cause that can that can backfire you on your, you know what I mean, real quick. Real quick, man. Real quick. You know, hey, and, and some some you players like have every to play with a with a chip on their shoulder. You haven't liked every teammate you played with, have you? I haven't had any that I I I, I don't think I've ever had any teammates that I just didn't say I didn't like. You know, I, yeah, I, yeah. especially when I was in college. Now, when I was in yeah, the pros, that was like a different story. It was some guys I didn't like, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm sure it is that way in a lot of professional locker rooms. You know, mm-hmm. some guys you just don't like. And there's some corners of the locker room you don't go to, you know. Hey, yeah. That's, that's about it. Some guys, they make more money than than the other guys, so they don't, don't even go over there. They got no conversation with you broke busters. Y'all only making ten thousand a day. All us over here, we making five hundred thousand or better. Don't even come over here. That's how that locker room is. Don't even come on this side, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, look at man. Let me go ahead and uh, take my bucket. My bucket there, man. Hey, man. 
Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and let me have it. Uh, um, I'll let you have this. I'll, I'll, I'll let you have this. Um, I think, I think the Buccaneers are on the right track. I, I, I really do. I, I like what I see from from Tampa Bay. Um, that game yesterday, and and you know, when you go all the way across the pond to play those games, it's a different animal. You know, it really, it really yeah. is. Yeah. You know, so well, that's, that's they had to go over there too, bro. They had to go over there too. You know what I mean? Yeah, they they Didn't had they? to go over there too. You're right, and, and, you, and you're so right. You know, and 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 what can we say? They went over there and beat us. Now, I, I really yeah. think that um, I, I think Tampa Bay's gonna make the playoffs. I don't know, man. This division, I mean, we got Atlanta. Atlanta looked like they went laying to the wayside. By the time we get our game together, they'll probably be getting there together. You know what I mean by then? So, I don't know, bro. These games that they should have won, they should have won. James been sacked 25 times in the last five games, man. That's a lot of sacks, That's a lot. Man. That's a lot, bro. That's a lot of sacks. That's a lot. And, and and that's that's, that's a lot, bro. I that, mean, that, that, it's 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 some of it's some of the stuff on him, but I mean, it, it's not all on him, man. Right guard and right tackle was out yesterday, playing with a makeshift line. You know, it was hard hey, to watch. It's the next man up in this league, man. I'm telling you, that's, yeah, that's well, every I, position. I, I, I know that too, man. But it showed it the, the the next man being in there. It showed that the next man was in there. You know. Hey, a lot of teams are complaining about the same thing. But still, Jameis Winston threw for over four, threw 400 yards, one TD, but five interceptions? Come on. Yeah. Uh, come on. No team is going to win with five interceptions. Yeah. yeah and I think Marcus he had Mariota got benched too. yesterday. Marcus Mariota got benched yesterday. For Ryan Tannehill. Mariota got benched yesterday, but guess who they put in? Ryan Tannehill. And he looked he looked worse. He looked worse than Mariota. I, I'll honestly say that. I don't. I, he didn't. He didn't put on a performance. And he, he, you know, he he looked like he came in the game, and he had not prepared to come in the game all week in practice. That's how Tannehill looked to me. You know. Yeah, well, that's probably who you're gonna see next weekend too, because they don't know if uh they they talk about trading that dude. They talk about trading Mariota. They talk about his future is bleak in Tennessee. I was like, wow. But then I watched him in the replays, man. He was throwing a softball out there, man. He was throwing softballs out there. You you get a chance to watch the highlights from yesterday's game, that Tennessee game. Look at the passes he was throwing, man. They was hanging. I mean, they had no, no, they had nothing on them, nothing. Every ball he threw looked like it was hanging. When you look at Mariota, though, and most of the time when he's when he's throwing those passes, he's running for his life, man. I'm serious. Yeah, he's too, literally too, running for too. his life. And, and, and I don't think Mariota is in, a, is in an offense that's really conducive for what he can do. He's a fairly, fairly decent runner. But I really think they should roll this cat out a little bit more. And I really think that um that um that Tennessee's coach, I don't think he's a good coach. I think I think he's gotten a lot of hype because he comes from Bill Belichick, played for Bill Belichick, coached under Bill Belichick. Come on, I don't that you know, I, that doesn't mean that he's a good coach. 
I just don't see no, it. No. See him being a good coach. But I'll say this: I don't think it's a lot of guys out there that are good coaches. Now, um, yeah. Hey, but it's it's yet to be seen. Uh, Kyler Murray won him won his first game yesterday. You know, he has sure on his record, but he won Get his first Atlanta. game yesterday. Atlanta. I I picked Atlanta yesterday too in my pool. Hey, sure did. Sure so, did. Hey, and and he he looks he looks very mobile, and I'm gonna tell you he his his arm looks a lot stronger than I thought it was. You know, I mean yeah, this kid yeah. can really whip it out there. Yeah, he can hum it. He can hum it. Yeah, he he can. Yeah, I he picked can that Houston it. game too. That's for I, sure. I, I picked That's I picked sure. Houston over uh, KC yesterday too. Well, hey, that, that that was a big pick, man. Yeah. Now, I'm telling you, that was a big pick. Now, let me tell you something. What do you think about Lamar Jackson and, and Baltimore? You know, they seem like they, they barely winning. They barely winning. What I think about him, man, dude, listen, man. When you yeah, still talking listen. about fantasy football, man, that dude is a fantasy football beast. Do you hear what I say? He is giving you points with yards. See, most quarterbacks give you every 10 yards is a point. Every touchdown is a po- is six points, and so on and so on. This dude giving you yards that other quarterbacks just don't give you. He had 150 yards rushing yesterday, along with 200 and some yards passing. Lamar Jackson is is dude. He's somebody to deal with. Imagine having to deal with that in a playoff game. I mean, you get to the playoff. I mean, they win. They talking about them winning that division. They win that division. And get a bye week, dude. They ain't got to play but one game. His to get numbers, though, man. Ch- his numbers are always pretty nice, though. I'm talking about, you know. Yeah, um, they decent. They they are not always gaudy. You know what I mean? 20, just, Twenty-one or thirty-three, two hundred thirty-six yards passing, nineteen how much rush? rushes for hundred and fifty-two yards. You know, this, this guy is, is this, a whole this is lot of running backs. This dude, a whole lot of running backs didn't get that yesterday. He's the wave of the NFL future, man. This I know is what the it. NFL I know future quarterbacks are going to be looking like. You need a mobile quarterback. I know it. And these defensive tackles and defensive ends are faster than quarterbacks now. And if they, yeah, they get it. around a doggone line, a defensive offensive lineman, they almost definitely going to get a slow quarterback. But if you got a flea-footed yeah. quarterback, he got a second chance at that four, 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 five, three hundred pound defensive end. Running beside, running at you. So this is the yeah, wave of the, of the NFL quarterbacks, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm I'm scouting for us one, man. A mobile quarterback. I think we draft a quarterback either way it goes, man. I think we're going to draft a quarterback. You know, I hope we don't have to draft one high. You know what I mean? You know, I hope maybe we get like a fourth rounder or something like that. But uh, I think for sure we get the quarterback next draft, man. You know, y'all might get Minshew, Kyler Minshew. And that's what the Jacksonville Jaguar quarterback name? Y'all might, you know, he got picked yeah. up for like the seventh round or something like that. Hey. Yeah. I'll say this, yeah. Red, before we get out of here, because we're getting ready to come up on a commercial break. When Jameis Winston leaves Tampa, don't be surprised when you see him. Oh, no, I've said that. I don't say that song. I'm just telling you, man. I'm just telling you. Don't be surprised. How many times have see I seen him in the that? Super Bowl. How Don't many times have I seen that? Don't be surprised yeah. when you see him in the Super Bowl. 
And uh, I really think Jameis Swinson is he, he's going to do better when he leads the state of Florida. And I hope he's not going to um I hope he's not going to doggone um um Miami Dolphins. I hope. Well, no, 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 no. Florida ain't, <laughs> ain't gonna touch Jameis Winston with a thousand foot pole. Believe that. He ain't gonna touch him, man. Right. That's not gonna happen. Right. No, nope. no, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Red man, we appreciate you calling. Don't be a stranger, man. We're here every Monday night. I won't, man. Thanks for having me. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Hurricanes, Jacksonville Jaguars. We talk about it all. Thanks for having me, bro. I'll call you next week. Always appreciate it, man. Don't be a stranger. We here. Yep. Hey, um, you know, right. um, Jameis Winston is really, I think, has you know, I just don't. He came into the league with a with a cloud over his over his shoulder, and then then as he played, he got a little bit rid of got rid of the cloud a little bit. But here comes another cloud over his shoulder. Uh, with the Uber driver situation, and prior to that was the FSU thing with the crabs and the sexual allegations. So Jameis Winston has really just had, he came to Tampa Bay with some issues. And sometimes you have to go go places to get a fresh start. You know, I don't know where he's going to go. I, I, I know one thing, he will not be a backup wherever he goes. He's going to be a starting quarterback somewhere. And, I, and I, for some reason, I see Jameis Winston um, playing and um, I see Jameis Winston playing with with somebody. Um, I don't know. I don't. Know. I, I don't know. Somebody that's not too far, but not too far away. Hey, if you can understand that, hey guys, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. When we get back, we got some people on the line. I know we got Reggie. I know we got Vince and, and George. And we'll be right back after these messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England. Along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week. And each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio. Live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. 
And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, Drew Brees went down, and a lot of people are wondering what's going to happen with the new with the um, New Orleans Saints. However, Teddy Bridgewater stepped up and let him know that hey, I was a Pro Bowler once, and ain't nothing changed. I'm just as good. I'm not, I may not be just as good as Drew Brees, but I can get the job done. That's all we want. We want results. We don't care how. We get the results. We want results. Teddy Bridgewater is bringing results home. And people in New Orleans, oh, man, they love a, they love a winner. No doubt they love a winner. Hey, uh, I think we got George on the line. George, what's happening? What's going on, Coach Oliver? Good to hear oh, from you. Man, it's good to hear from you, too, George. What's been happening with you? How's life treating you? What? Life treating me pretty good. Family well. As, how, how about you? How your family doing? Oh, man, the family's doing very well. You know, my, my kids are grown and gone. I got a grandson now. You know, um, you know, me and the wife still hanging in there in 20-something <laughs> years. You know, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in there, George. I'm telling you. I don't, wow, I don't wow. Wanna, I don't want to find out what's down there if I let go, so I'm holding on. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's an old song. Like that. Oh, I'm holding on. I think that was the uh, OJs and one of them, man. I ain't gonna let go. <laughs> well, yeah, I heard you talking about uh, Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Brees situation. Yeah, I tell you, man, um, that Teddy Bridgewater, you know, he suffered one of the worst injuries anybody could suffer in uh, in football or in sports, and uh, that's like what they call a compound fracture, where your bone is come out your out your body. You know, Teddy wow. suffered that kind of injury, and a lot of people thought he would never ever play again. And uh, actually, he's come back and uh, come back from that injury, and is playing at a very high level. But Teddy Bridgewater was once when he was with the Minnesota Vikings, coming out of college, out of Louisville University. Um, I remember he, he was a dynamic quarterback. You know, um, he led very he led the Vikings to the playoffs. I think one game from going to the Super Bowl. So uh, he, yep, he, did, that, yeah. he did some things, yeah. So, you know. Yeah, you're a very uh, good quarterback. Very good. Well, yeah, people don't understand. I, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, as, as a matter of fact, during the offseason, uh, he could have left New Orleans and went other places. I know the Dolphins wanted him to come down there. And uh, he and the, and the New Orleans matched every offer that he got to keep him in New Orleans. So they knew the value. They know the value in Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, yeah, I think he's a great quarterback, to be honest with you. And, and to really be honest with you, I, I think it would have been a great fit for the Jacksonville Jaguars because that's my team. I'm a big fan of the Jaguars. Yeah. Uh, well, what you think about a new young new young quarterback they got down there in Jacksonville? Well, well, believe it or not, Mitchell, I feel like he's a very good quarterback by him being a rookie, you know, first time ever playing in the league. And to come out in his very first game to do what he did, I think that amazed a lot of people. I think he'd be a great fit for the Jags. It's just that, you know, our defense have to, you know, continue to keep doing what they're doing. And we got the hope to be able to still keep Jalen Ramsey on the squad to continue to keep doing what he do. But I think Mitchell would be a very great quarterback for the Jaguars. Well, I tell you this, George, you know, um, to me, I like I like Minshew. I think he's a pretty good quarterback. But what what holds that Jacksonville Jaguar team to, together to me is, is a position that you played. And that's Leonard Fournette. You know, Little Fournette is a is a hard, hard running back. He's hard to break down. He's fast. He's elusive. He'll run over you. That joke will run past you. 
He'll shoot your move every <laughs> once in a while. I, I like Leonard Fournette. I like what he's doing. And um, and, and, I, and I really think he he is the foundation of, of, of that team as far as I'm I concerned. Agree. Yeah. You know, Miss yeah, and agree. quarterback always get a lot of credit. We know that. Mm-hmm. But, but, but um, Leonard Fournette is what's really holding that team together. And when you look at him yesterday, uh, 20 rushes, 72 yards. The longest one was 16, 16 yards. But, hey, he, he, he's a workhorse, man. And when we look at Minshew, 14, 14 attempts, uh, 14 completions, 29 attempts, 163 yards, and an interception. Those are not the kind of numbers that's going to win you, win you much in this league. Teddy Bridgewater, no, 20, 24, 36, 240 yards, and a touchdown. Those are the kind of numbers that's going to that's gonna win for you. So I think yeah, Minshew got I some, got some and, and I think Minshew is really getting ready to probably find himself in a, a little bit more difficult times because now the NFL has film on him. They can study him. They look at him now and they say, when his foot is a little bit to the right, he's throwing to the left. He's throwing to the left. <laughs> so, so now they have some tips on Minshew, man. So we're gonna have to look at that. And I think it's I think it's time for um, these NFL teams probably gonna they getting ready to start licking their chops at Jaguars. And you're right. If Jalen Ramsey doesn't come back, it's it's not gonna be a good it's not gonna be good for the locker room, and it's not gonna no, be good no. chemistry for that locker room. You know what I, I mean? Agree. Yeah, I agree. Enjoy, he always we, knows. We gotta, we got to get out of here, man. We got some other people on hold. Don't be a stranger, man. We're okay. here every Monday night. Uh, no doubt. No doubt, Coach Oliver. Definitely hearing from you. Great. Appreciate it. Hey, Josh, we got uh, we got Reggie on the line? Yeah, Reggie right here. Reggie is sitting there on the line. What's going on, Dale? Loving life, baby. I'm loving this life I got, man. Every second of it. I try to squeeze a little more time out of this life I got every once in a while. It's so good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, just just do it one day at a time, and and, 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 and everything will be all right. Now, I want to mention this here. Jameis Winston is not an NFL quarterback. He has had, they, keep bringing him, they keep bringing him these offensive coordinators, and the problem that I see with Jameis is Jameis makes terrible decisions when the pressure is on most of the time, a majority of the time. Now, good quarterbacks make good uh, – I mean, pressure, when pressure is put on, they're going to make better decisions more times than they than not. Jameis does it more often than – it's probably one of the worst games. He's had a lot of bad games. This, this was another bad game. And in my opinion, Dale – that 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 guy, uh, uh, Bridgewater, right now, start over Jameis Winston right now. And I'm going to tell you something. After this year, he's going to get more money than he expected. Well, uh, Reggie, uh, Teddy Bridgewater just signed with the with the um, New Orleans Saints. He, they renewed his contract. One year, seven you know, million. Yeah. To be a backup. So, so they're going to, they gonna, you know, New Orleans is going to come back. And they're going to say, okay, Taylor, yeah, yeah. you want to go somewhere else and get all yeah, banged yeah. up? Or you yeah. want to sit behind Drew Brees and wait on this team to be but your that, team? We're getting, that, we're getting that, 10 million next year. That was before. That was No, anybody playing football wants to play. That was right. before they knew what he was going to be before he came back. Now that teams are seeing they're going to outbid 
the same. I guarantee you. And 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 and, and guys are in it for the money. And if he can get a big contract, knowing that he's gonna be in his career in in a, in a few years, he's gonna take it. I, I watch. He will not be a saint next year. I'll guarantee you that. I take I'll take that bet. I really think he's okay. going to be a saint because Teddy Bridgewater values the organization, <laughs> his health, his protection. I think he I think he takes more into consideration than just the money. I think New Orleans Saints gonna make him a, a very, very wealthy quarterback. They're gonna keep him a wealthy quarterback. And we gotta know, man, <laughs> Drew Brees is 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 really he he an old man as far as we as far as quarterbacks are concerned. You know, he ain't no well, young, ain't talk- no young puppy. Drew Brees about forty years old. Matter of fact, he is well, forty. Well, well, you and I, we're gonna have that uh, discussion over some coffee, and and, and we're gonna um, we're gonna discuss the pot on well, that. We, well, like I, that. I, but I, we'll I, do I, that I, off the air at some other time. We'll talk about that. But I really think Teddy that- Bridgewater is the future for the New Orleans Saints because we look at we look at uh, and Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> is a Pro Bowler in the NFL. He was a Pro Bowl quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings, and when we look at what's happening now. He's 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 a yeah. he's he's a he's a starting quarterback for a lot of teams in this and, right in this league. And, and and my 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 point on that Daryl is he he's already groomed. He doesn't want to wait. I can see if he was coming out of college. He doesn't want to wait. He's not going to wait. Watch watch what I tell you. Hello. I, I hear you, Reggie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's not so. going away. I can see if he was coming out of college. Like, like I give you a good example, the Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers uh, deal. That's not happening. I, I don't believe it's going to happen with with, uh, with uh, Bridgewater. I mean, he came back because he really wasn't 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 sure, and he wanted he didn't want to, the Dolphins was after. He didn't want to be a Dolphin because he knew. Now, if the right team contacts him, the right team with the right price. He's out of New Orleans. He's not going to want to sit. I don't think, I don't believe he's going to want to sit, continue to sit to wait till somebody get hurt when he could be playing and have the same price and have just as much of an opportunity to get in the playoffs and to the championship with a team that's that, that, that the right team. He's out of that. <laughs> he's out well, of that. I, that's, I, just, that's, that's how I feel about that. I, I tell like you, I said, we'll talk about I, that uh, uh, some other time because I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you to that bet. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, all so, right, Reggie. Yeah. Hey, man, we got to get out of okay. here. I think we got a couple other callers trying to get in. Don't be a stranger. Oh, absolutely. Every Monday night. You got it. Hey, we'll take a quick commercial break. When we get back, we're talking to um, Ray on the line. I know Ray's on the line. We'll be right back after these messages. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events 
to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, it's a whole lot going on in the world of sports. And I think the Washington Redskins... Won their first game of the season yesterday. We got Ray on the line. What's going on, Ray? What's up? Hey, love and life. What's going? What's up with you? This is this is Rick. Oh, we got Rick from down south. Rick, Rick McFadden. Fo- Rick Rick McFadden, <laughs> Louisville's best. What's going on, Ricky? What's happening with you? I know you get excited doing, about buddy? that. I, I was hearing your conversation about Teddy, and you know, uh, you know, Teddy problem started out when he was being drafted with them small hands. You remember that, right? I remember that, yeah. And people were talking about what he couldn't do, even though he was accurate. So his struggles have always been that way. And what I like to see about him is the being a program like he's in, and you know, Drew Brees go down, and they're not missing a beat. So he needs to be given credit for, you know, being after keeping that team without, you know, missing stride and, and, and showing that he is a starting quarterback. You got to realize before Lamar Jackson, there was Teddy Bridgewater, you know, and, and, and the most accurate quarterback to ever leave Louisville was Teddy Bridgewater. And, you know, and Lamar developed later to kind of make people forget about him, but we all know that Teddy got the best touch out there when it comes to throwing that ball. And, uh, and, you know, he he got a lot in him, and, and he, he got a lot more to go. So we've yet to see what he has to offer. You know, I'm, I'm just excited to see y'all talking about, you know, these Louisville guys. You know, Ali, you know me growing up uh, around y'all as a kid, man. I was a 30-30 child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I saw a lot of great players at UM, and now to see y'all talking about Louisville that way is outstanding. And what, what I'm excited about now is that Louisville coming down here to play y'all. And that's going to be a good thing. That's what I want to talk about on this show today. The, the, the Louisville, Louisville University-Miami matchup. Oh, okay. So um, and, 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 and ask you a question. I know uh, we haven't played in many years. It's been some years since we played uh, Louisville. Yeah. Um, um, what, do you, what do you think our chances are against uh, Louisville? 
You know, Miami's not playing at, at a level that we're accustomed to seeing them play at. But what do you think our chances are against against your university? Well, I, I, we're talking to Ricky McFadden. Ricky, you played at Louisville from what, 1990? Uh, what? 87 to 92 at Coach Snellenberger. 87 to 92 under Howard Snellenberger, my head coach at the University of Miami. So I went under the same things y'all been under. I think it's I think it's gonna be a game like similar to the Florida State game, uh, you know, because you know if Miami, you know, like they got talent, they're struggling now, but that's Miami, they got talent. So you know, at any minute they can put it all together, and I think it's gonna be a game they may put it together. Um, and you know, if Louisville come out, you know, sparking like they have, you know, they score sixty two points. So they, I haven't seen that in back when. Not until when Teddy was quarterback, you know, uh, you know, a lot of points. So that spread and Satterfield's putting something together. So um, that I just I think it'll be a good game. And we, but you got to realize, like uh, athletes that come from Louisville, you know, we always looked up to y'all, Ali. Um, we looked up to y'all. I remember going in the locker room and we played in Louisville one time and. I remember we got in, all the guys from Florida, we was excited. I was like, man, let's hurry up and get in and watch the game. And we were watching y'all, I think it was in the rain or snow with with, with uh, Michigan. I think when uh, was it Cleveland Gary was running back and stuff. Yeah. And we, we watch y'all go down the field, and you were in there, and we watch y'all go to the We sat there and watched as young 19-year-olds watching y'all play because a, a lot of us was from there. And, you know, we we kind of, like, build our program around y'all, you know, like how y'all did things because you know how Snellenberger was there. And, I, and, you know, so a lot of people don't realize that uh, Snellenberger took a lot of stuff up there and had us, you know, look at stuff. I remember what my, my coach pulled us in the room one time. I said, what are we watching? And he had me watch. said, look at these safeties. And I was like, I know them safeties. And he had me watching my brother and Benny and Selwyn Brown and all them, how they synchronized, come off the ball. So we used to watch all that stuff, you know, and play at the level. And um, I think that's the kind of game it's going to be. You got a lot of Florida boys out there that want to prove themselves. It used to be when I came up that Miami didn't recruit you, so we were like little rejects. But now it's like Miami recruited me. They got guys up there with Miami recruited or did not go after that was good, you know. And so it's not the same. It's like these guys are high class now just like anything else. You know, uh, uh, they, 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 you know, Teddy, Teddy was looked at Miami and left the Louisville. A lot of guys like Elvis Dumerville, Miami didn't even sign or even look at him. And I remember he came up on a bid. He ended up leading the country in sacks and playing yeah. in the NFL. And he wasn't even offered at Miami. So this is the kind of thing that people, like schools away, are getting these over these overachievers. And I think that's what kind of game it's going to be. Well, I, I think I think you're right, and uh, I think Miami is a is a program that's in a rebuilding stage. But nobody knows that, you know what I mean? Just like you say, those guys play Miami like they're playing um, Ed Reed, and Santana Moss, and Reggie Wayne, and uh, Andre Johnson. That's what they play. Everybody that comes to Miami and comes to to um, um, Seminole Hard Rock Stadium, they come there and play like they're playing legends. You know, Bryant McKinney is on the line, on the offensive line. A guy that never gave up a sack his entire career at the University of Miami. Man, so 
I think, think everybody knows that they're playing against legends, except those guys down there or at the University of Miami. And uh, and, and 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 sooner or later, they're going to have to start preparing themselves like they're playing against legends, because um, that that's who people play them play them like. You know, it's not like they're playing um, um, Nikosi Perry. Man, these guys are coming down there. Um, it's, it's like they're playing um, uh, Frank Gore. You know, exactly. So, like what you got to lose. Like type. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Ricky, man, appreciate you calling, man. Don't be a stranger no problem, every Monday night. And, um, hey, boy, I, I tell you, you you mean a oh, lot but to I gotta me. Give you something, I got to give you something for your show before I go, though, man. G- you know, I just did the first ever concussion study. I got my doctor's degree. And I, I did know. my study on concussion education, how to make the game safer. And Broward County Schools approved it. It's through Nova Southeastern University. It is approved. The study is out there. And uh, I'll be putting it in a book soon as far as why I came up with the topic. But it's real interesting. And I just want y'all to It's called Assessing Concussions Among Coaches in a Southeast United States High School by Dr. Frederick McFadden. And y'all take you know, these. Right? And, 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 Rick, I tell you, um, and, and 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 guys, um, it almost brings a tear to my eye because I've known this guy here since he was like in sixth grade, and um, now he's Doctor Frederick McFadden. And he was just Ricky from when I had when I knew him as a kid and as an adult, and now he's Doctor Frederick McFadden. And we really want—I want you to know, Rick, that I am so proud of you, and everybody that I know that you know, we are so proud of you. And you ain't got no haters on this side, brother. We all we ain't got nothing but love for you, and we pushing you and 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 praying for you to be the best that you can be. Hey, thanks for being a part of the show, man. Okay, take it easy, brother. No doubt, you got to come back sometime and talk about the study that you've done. Hey, guys, we got Ray on the line. Ray, what's going on? Josh, we got Ray on the line. Hello. Hey Ray, what's happening, man? Yeah, Darren, good to hear you. How are you, sir? Hey man, I'm doing good, man. Doing real good. You know, I, I, I was thinking about you earlier today. I said, I hope Ray called the show because I see the Redskins got a victory. You know, it ain't really, really, really a victory when you beat the Miami Dolphins, but a win is a win. A win is a win. Hey, that's what I've been telling those Cowboy fans. They beat the Redskins, the Dolphins, the Giants, when all of them had no uh, wins. So, you know, you got to start somewhere. You're right. And uh, you got to start somewhere. And, and let me ask you a hey, question. Uh, uh, yeah, yes, sir. What's going to happen to the quarterback situation in in, in uh, Washington? Uh you know, everybody keeps looking at some of the other guys that have been given playing time. Uh, a couple of weeks ago in New York, when Haskins got in, uh, he didn't look ready, and and we continue to hear that that he just might not be ready. But you know, the thing is, he only started that one year at uh, Ohio State, so it it, it may take him a, a minute. And uh, with some of the problems they're having in that offensive line. Uh, I, I, I think Callahan yesterday did the right thing, uh, took advantage of the running game, and that may help get Haskins ready sooner. Uh, 
if he has that running game and we're not dependent on his arm. I I agree. Um, and Haskins, I think they have to come up with a game plan for him. And I think in that game, they just kind of threw him in. And when by them just not by throwing him in, I don't think he was really prepared. And and that's you know we were talking about Teddy Bridgewater earlier, and that's that's a, a compliment to him. You know, whenever he had an opportunity to go in a game, I think he was ready and ready to go. And a lot of these guys, they're second, they're third string. They look at it like, I'm not going to play this week. Okay, I'm really not paying attention. <laughs> oh, okay. And then when it's time to go in, you know, <laughs> I, th- I can't remember that guy's name. It might have been Okafor. But he, it, they called him to go in a basketball game. He didn't even have his shoelaces tied up, man. Come on. You know, so I'm saying you got to be ready when it's your time. When they call your number, you have to be ready. Hey, your, your uh, friend that called in earlier that was saying that uh, Teddy Bridgewater uh, will leave New Orleans. You know what? Uh, uh, you look at some of the history of some of these other teams. Uh, there was a Joe Montana that the team let Joe go. Uh, so they uh, they realize that the, the future is not uh, Breeze anymore. So... Uh, if you if you got next year and uh, you saw what New Orleans did this year with matching every offer to keep Bridgewater, uh, they realized that uh, the future is uh, Bridgewater and not Breeze. Uh, teams, uh, a forty year old guy versus a guy in his mid to late twenties, uh, you gonna take that guy in his mid to late twenties, you. That's that's your franchise. That's that's your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're not just talking about a regular guy. We're talking about a guy that's that's been a Pro Bowl quarterback. Yeah, yeah. This is this is not yeah. just some scrub off the street or some guy that's 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 um, uh, Tyler Minshew or whatever. Some of these other backup quarterbacks. I know Teddy Bridgewater is a proven starter, a proven winner. In the NFL, he's won games with the Vikings, took that team to the playoffs. So no, he's a he's a proven quarterback. And and I tell you one thing, man. You know, you talk about Teddy Bridgewater, how his stock is rising to the top. And and Vince is right. It's going to be a lot of people coming for Teddy Bridgewater next year. Now, uh, will he go anywhere? I don't know. I I, I don't think so. A lot of people, some people tend to think that he might start fishing for the money. But Baker Mayfield, his stock is falling down like a, like a, like a lead. I mean, he's, he's going down really quickly. You know, you, you were, you were talking about the Mayfield and, uh, uh, Cam, uh, the, the, the quarterback is the face of that franchise, but they, they have to be, Good teammates too, uh, and uh, uh, I think Bridgewater is setting an example there where uh, his his teammates look to see that yeah this this man came in ready he's well prepared uh, and like you say he he has skills he he was a Pro Bowler uh, unfortunately what happened there in Minnesota uh, but he's taking the time got himself healthy again and. Uh, I don't see New Orleans letting him go. I I don't see New Orleans letting him go. And you're exactly right about that relationship you have with your team. 
And we're looking at we, when we look at, at at the Carolina Panthers, this team looks much better as a team without Cam Newton. You know, I and mean, when you mm-hmm. look at this team with Cam Newton, he got the one day he might be wearing a fox 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 hat. Next day he 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 might be smoking a cigar, drinking wine. Next day he got a a hat three feet tall on the top of his head, and and you and might have some pants on worth five thousand dollars. You know, it's all of that stuff is is like, hey, look at me, I'm Cam Newton. Where this other mm-hmm. cat over here is like saying, "Hey, let's get this job done and get this win, and let's take take care of business." And I just don't think that's a good look. And when and the same thing with Baker Mayfield, the cat, the guy's on TV every eight minutes on some commercial selling some product, whether it's shampoo or or lawnmower or something. And, you know, and these things, teammates look at that and say, "Hey, you know, oh, come on, man, you about to us or you about the money." And I think some people look at him and say he's a little bit more by himself than he is by the team. And, uh, and those things catch up with and, the team. And, 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 and right there in Baltimore, uh, last year when uh, they were going in the playoffs and uh, things were kind of going down and some of the fans were wanting Flacco to go in the game, uh, uh, Baltimore knew that uh, Jackson was was a guy, and they wanted to see what he could do when they fell behind in that game. And he, he almost pulled it out. Uh, his uh, teammates rallied with him because they they saw him day in and day out, and uh, he he uh, his his play is flamboyant, but he personality wise is not flamboyant. So uh, that that helps. That does help, yeah. And and I and I tell you something, man. When you look at Lamar Jackson and you look at Baker Mayfield, you can tell who put the work in in the off season and who was making commercials in the off season. I mean, Lamar Jackson looks like a better quarterback than what he left in the, in the off in, at the end of the season last year. Baker Mayfield, he's still he's still trying to get better than he was last year. And it's a big difference. Hey, Ray, man, we got to get out of here. Thanks for calling, man. Don't be a stranger. All right. Hey, thanks for having me. Always, brother. No doubt. Hey, um, Josh, we got any more calls on the line? I think we got Damon on the line. What's up, Damon? Damon, what's going on? Not a whole lot, man. Hey, man, y'all took that L over the weekend, but, hey, y'all was playing one of the best teams in the United States of America. Florida State took the L of Clemson at Clemson. And um, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I'd, I'd say you kind of held your own for a second. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't get a chance to see the game on Saturday, just the results. But still, uh, I, I wish we would have played a little bit better. But there's the next game. Oh yeah, but oh, what yeah. I and, and, and we'd have to say uh, Taggart looking a little bit better. I, I would have to say that. Like I said, all they do is give him a chance. Not because not he's losing. You know, you're gonna take those, but stay on him when he's losing too. But when he's winning, that's when you want to get on the bandwagon. But you had that, that, that type of crowd out there. Yep, I, I, w- I would agree with you. Hey, um. But you know, it's it's a lot of teams losing, man, that we think should be winning. 
And Dallas Cowboys, you know, they're they're another one of those teams that's losing when we thought they should be winning. The um the the Rams what? and Jared Goff, what's wrong with them? They're losing when we thought they should be Kansas winning. Kansas City. Kansas City. They're losing when we thought they should be winning. You know, so uh, it, it's it's some teams out there that are real struggling, struggling, and then we look at teams like the Carolina Panthers playing better without Cam Newton than they did with him. The, the Houston Texans and um um their quarterback, man, this cat Deshaun Watson playing some heck of a football, man. So it's it's some teams out there that are doing some things, and then then we look at um uh, the, the the Philadelphia Eagles. A lot of expectations on the Philadelphia Eagles. They're they're barely holding that holding on at five hundred at three and three. So what? As long as Dallas keep losing, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, I I read uh, that um, the guy that that said uh, what is that? the Vikings quarterback was the weakest point. Yeah, the Eagles cut him. <laughs> the, the Vikings quarterback. Well, he just had a. I think he was a linebacker. Okay. He said, uh, everybody else was good around the team, but Case Keenum and um, Case Keenum lit, lit us up. So he could be the weakest point. I, I would agree. I would agree. Hey, but but you know when we look at um at Dak Prescott, man, I don't know if it's if it's Dak or or what's going on, but Sam Donald made the Jets look like a whole different team yesterday than they have this, you know, I understand he played decent when he was playing, but they hadn't won a game. Yesterday, the Jets won their first game against the Cowboys. Hey, but what goes around comes around. They beat the Dolphins. Yep. And hey, you know, and you just never know. You just never know, Damon. Hey, Damon, man, we got to get out of here. Time is running down, man. We're running out of time. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night talking sports on Sports Info. UM, VoiceAmerica.com. Thanks for having me. Always, no doubt. You know, um, we, we, you know, I was, I was thinking, what in the world is going on with this guy, Dakota Prescott? You know, here's a guy that thought he was doing somebody a favor by not signing a contract. Maybe he thought he was going to do the old Tom Brady, give a little bit of money back. I don't know. But he hasn't even signed the contract yet, and he's out there taking some vicious licks. This cat is getting hit hard every week. And, you know, uh, I just I, it makes you wonder. It really makes you wonder. And Cam Newton, what's going to happen with this dude, man? I mean, really. Really, you know, he makes over $20 million a year. You know, Cam Newton is, is legendary. But when you look at Cam Newton and his career. All right, thanks. Sorry about that. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver will be back again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and 